Welcome to CS Radio. Hello, everybody. Welcome to episode 35 of CS Radio. I'm J. Michael DeAngelis. And I'm Amy Len Kirshner. And this is our Valentine's Day special. What do we love this year, Michael? We love Penn. We do love Penn. Pre-show, we were just thinking about all the things that we love. And it's true. We love Penn. And uh, I have been working at Penn uh, 12 years, almost all of that in career services. So I guess I at least like it. And Milin, you left and came back. That's how much you love Penn. I sure did. I left and lived in the Caribbean for a few years and still came running back to the scholarly confines of Penn. <laughs> Even in paradise, true love I called missed, you back. I missed higher education. I missed the University of Pennsylvania. I missed Locust Walk. I missed my fabulous career services colleagues. Yeah, so, that's love. Had to come running back. That's it love. It really is. Yeah. Well, we have... Uh, so much still going on and so much great news to share with you. So we're going to take a quick look at what's going on this week in career services, and then we're going to talk about all the ways that you can share in the pen love. So today at 5 p.m. in Houston Hall's Golkin Room, we will have our understanding tenure when applying for jobs and negotiating offers. This is an event for doctoral students and postdocs only, and specifically for those who are interested in going on the academic job market. Certainly, tenure can be a mysterious and elusive concept and something that uh, academics definitely need to know about when going on the job market. So come and join us for that program at 5 p.m. tonight. Then we skip all the way ahead to Friday, Friday, February the 17th at 5 p.m. in Steitler Hall B21. We'll have a medical school applicant workshop. This is a mandatory workshop for juniors, seniors, and or alumni who are applying to medical school during the summer of 2017. If you have not already participated in one of these workshops, you must do it to be included in the Penn medical school application process. So please speak with one of your pre-med counselors if you don't already have the information that you need and join us on Friday at 5 p.m. for the medical school applicant workshop. Also on Friday, February 17th, we'll have the next Pensionships Summer Funding Meetup. That'll take place at 3 p.m. and go till 4.30 in the Terrace Room of Cohen Hall. There are a lot of ways to work through Penn, even with a summer internship. Um, Career Services has summer funding, Civic House has summer opportunities, Kerf has opportunities in humanities, um, Penn in Washington, there's real arts. There are ways that Penn can actually help you get valuable summer experience. This ties right into the theme of our show, Loving Penn. Penn has so many great resources, and I know Penn students think about a lot of them, like our office and the libraries and CAPS and Weingarten, but there's also ways to get summer work that are outside of formal work-study processes. So come to this Penternships meetup to speak with the advisors and sometimes with current students who have gone through some of these programs so they can talk with you about how they obtained them and some of the valuable aspects of this work. On Monday, February 20th, from 3 to 4.30, we have another event for doctoral students and postdocs. This is about learning to be resilient in your career development. This will take place in CAPS, which is at 3624 Market Street. It's always great to partner with CAPS, and of course, as Michael mentioned already, the tenure process can be confusing, nebulous, and you may often face some rejections when you're applying for work after graduate school. So it's important to keep the mental side of it in check and make sure that you're dealing with some of these 
rejections occasionally in a healthy way as they're part of the process. So uh, this is a great workshop to attend if you're a postdoc or grad student. So a, a somewhat light week here in career services, but of course also this Friday, February the 17th, is the Penn Design Career Connection Day. And for the first time, this career fair is actually going to be held in Houston Hall instead of in the various nooks and crannies of Meyerson Hall at the design school. There's so many employers this year. Yes, at last, even fit in all at those last count, days. we were at over 70, and that could uh, grow uh, as the week continues. This is a fair that is for any student or alum of the School of Design. It is not an undergraduate fair, and we will have representatives from architecture firms, landscape architecture firms, historical preservation societies, government work, as well as a few fine arts. So uh, definitely, if you are in the School of Design, you should definitely check out the information on PenLink. You should download the Career Fair Plus app and uh, plan your attack for Friday. It's just a short walk from Myerson Hall around the corner to Houston Hall. Do not miss this event. There are going to be so many great employers. And be sure to go to both Hall of Flags and Bodec. They'll be in both rooms opposite sides of Houston Hall. Don't go to just one. Make sure you go to both. One thing that I would like to mention again, I know I've dropped it before on the podcast, but uh, specifically in light of the design fair, is that we have now partnered with Portfolium, which is an online portfolio management tool. And it is really, the more I use it, the more I'm impressed by it. Students are able to go in and share work that they've done. So if you're a fine art student or a design student of any kind, you're able to upload photos, PDFs, CAD, 3D modeling, videos, audio, and uh, describe the project and also tag it with skills that you used or gained while working on the project. And more and more skills and competencies are things that employers are really grabbing at. So, you know, if you don't want to uh, have the trouble of setting up your own website or worrying about having a digital portfolio that you can shrink down into a PDF to link to upload to PenLink, this is a great great option and you have the choice to make your profile public, public only within pen or completely private and shared on an as needed basis with employers. I would highly recommend that you check it out. You can find it on our electronic subscriptions page and well as other places we highlight online tools. And uh, stay tuned, I'm going to be announcing, we don't have the dates yet, but we're going to be doing some portfolio training sessions in conjunction with Weigel Information Commons. And as I'm sure the design students know, having an online platform could be a costly thing. Um, so Portfolium, another reason to love Pen, Portfolium is free. It is completely free and it is you have lifelong access. Even if you graduate and you need to switch that uh, Pen email off, you can continue with your Portfolium account with your own email, but they will be, they have been very gracious in offering Pen uh, alumni lifelong access to Portfolium. Free 99. Zero dollars and zero cents. So we have a great website in Career Services, but there's a lot on it. Sometimes we get feedback that it's a little bit difficult to navigate. Michael, do you have any suggestions for how we could improve this? I believe that we have found a solution, Milan. Launching uh, this past Friday, so perhaps you've already seen it, we have a new interactive chat bot on our website. How will that help? Oh, well, I'm glad you asked. Uh, Penbot, as it's currently called, we might, that's, that's its temp name. I like it, Penbot, but we might, we might come up with something fancier. Well, you can ask it 
uh, a lot of different questions about our website and also about our career plan survey. So for example, when so when you click on the chatbot, you'll see it in the lower right-hand corner of the screen. It's like a little cartoon dialogue box. You can click on that. And it will give you some like preformed questions. It'll say, what can I help you with? And you can click on a couple of the most popular topics, or you can just ask it a plain text a question. You can say, I need help with my resume. I, who is my counselor for the college team? Uh, when are walk-in hours? And the chatbot has a database of correct answers and also knows where things are on our website. So for example, our walk-ins change every day and the chatbot knows that so it will say it'll redirect you to the walk-ins page so that you can see what today's walk-ins are you can also ask it about career plans and i'm really excited the 2015 career plan survey data is in there we'll be adding the 2016 survey in soon um, so you can say hey what are what is the typical salary for an english major can you tell me more about this industry uh, you can find out about employers you can find out what majors they hired, what positions they hired for, what industries they are in. It's a really great and dynamic way to interact with that data in a way that's basically only ever been presented as a static PDF. So it was a lot, all the information was there, it was all good information, but it wasn't easy to digest quickly. So if you have questions about career plans, where, where you might uh, end up, grad schools included in that too, top grad schools, what majors went to grad school, what degrees they pursued, it's all in there and you can get that really quickly and easily. And the more our students use the chatbot, the more it will learn. So if you do ask it a question and it doesn't know the answer, uh, that gets reported back to the, the tech people as well as to myself, and we teach the chatbot what the answer is. So please use it. Send us feedback. It will give you a transcript of your conversation if you want it. You can send it to your email. And I encourage everybody to just check it out this week. Ask a couple of questions, and hopefully it will give you the answers you need. And if it doesn't, it'll be valuable information for us to know too. It's great. So hopefully users can find some of those gems that are buried maybe seven or eight clicks in sometimes. With That's a right. Robust website. We all know how how in depth our website is and that can be intimidating and difficult to navigate. And I hope that this will help people find the answers that they're looking for quickly. So between, we've got portfolio and chatbot, and there may be one more thing to talk about soon uh, as far as big announcements go, but it's still secret. Coming soon. Uh, I'd also like to mention, I'm really excited to be partnering with Weigel Information Commons a bunch this semester. Uh, next Friday, we'll be having the first of two LinkedIn photo booths uh, this semester. Registrations for that are opening on this Friday, on the Weigel Information Commons website. So if you need a new or first time professional headshot that you can use on your LinkedIn profile, you can sign up and Weigel will take that photo for you in their brand new uh, multimedia studio on the third floor of Van Pelt and email it to you and it'll be great. And uh, I also that afternoon, I will be in Weigel Information Commons hosting a LinkedIn Basics workshop, and you can find information about that on their website. And I'll talk about it a little bit next week as well, since that's when it's happening. That's great. I know I've said this before. I've been meeting with more and more freshman students this year, and many of them say, I've like dipped my toe in the water of LinkedIn, but I'm really nervous because I don't have a professional headshot. Um, this is a great opportunity for that. So it's a fantastic service we are offering in conjunction with Weigel. I may also stop by my LinkedIn profile headshot. May or may not be 
I was going to say seven years old. I think it might be nine years old. Let's not get into it. <laughs> uh, you took my LinkedIn professional <laughs> headshot. It's also been some time because we both love Penn and have been uh, here yes, for a long time. Yes, a long time. <laughs> so, Milin, um, you and I didn't even go here, not for undergrad. You are a grad student here. But, <laughs> but, you know, I imagine there's quite a few current undergrads who just are crazy about Penn. What can they do to stay here? So Penn is the largest private employer in the city, and I believe it's the second largest employer overall outside of the city government, but I'm not sure about that. But it's definitely the largest private employer um, in the city. So if you love Philadelphia and what's not to love, Penn is a great place to stay and work. And of course, because it's so big, there are a ton of roles here. So you can do anything from varieties of research, from academic research to medical research, but you can also do administrative things. You can also be an admissions officer if you love selling the campus and the Great Penn experience. You could work to bring great new people here. It's really impossible to list all the different things that you can do. So another great thing about Penn is that the HR website is really easy to navigate, easy to use. You can create an account and then just build up your profile similarly to how you do in LinkedIn. So you kind of plug in your past experience. And then you can search for all types of jobs and apply right through. I really like that there's a very clear salary scale. So you can have an immediate feel for the range that you'd be earning if you're applying for a certain type of position. Be able to crunch the math before you even apply to see if you'd be able to live on that in Philadelphia. Yes. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> it's a very competitive pay. And the benefits are just fantastic. So I definitely found this opportunity by happenstance. But I definitely encourage students to check out the HR website and talk with people you know who work here because I think all of them would recommend it highly. That was my question. If I'm a senior, I'm, I'm probably looking on PenLink for jobs. Is that where pen jobs are posted? So there should be a few pen jobs posted there. Um, but of course, repeating, it's a huge employer. So it's not really practical for Penn to take the time to cross prom promote and pollinate everything that's on the Penn HR site with PenLink. So if you go to PenLink and search for Penn jobs, you may find a couple that will point you to the HR page, but definitely just go to the main Penn page and look for careers on that page. And then you can get to the HR site to find all that great information. And do like you do any other search, be specific about your search terms. Even if you are in finance, there are positions that relate to finance at Penn. Um, you get a better work-life balance. You can continue to take classes here, as Michael already said. You can get a master's here in certain programs that are part-time. So huge benefits to staying at Penn and working here full-time in any range of roles. So be sure to search some of those niche terms that you might be using on other job boards on the Penn HR site as well. And of course, just like any other job search, networking can be very important. You know, if you've got a great relationship with a department or a staff member, you know, ask them, you know, hey, do, I'm thinking about, you know, staying on at Penn. I think it would be a, gr I'd be a great fit for me to stay on. Do you know somebody's going to be looking for someone to start, you know, over the summer or in September? Uh, find out what sort of opportunities are out there. Find out what your department hires. Do they hire research assistants, they hire admin assistants, you know, uh, Penn, of course, is is an as needed hirer. It's not a, it's not a scheduled rotation like in finance or anything like that. So right. And one of the great things about Penn is that there is a lot of upward mobility. We see it here in our our office. Milan and I both started as assistants. And now, I started as a part time assistant. That's right. There's definitely upward mobility, and people are constantly shuffling roles. So these entry-level positions open up with a 
real amount of frequency. And Michael, didn't we both find our jobs here through networking? Yes. Yes. My yes, I had to go way back in time. Um I don't think that this particular opportunity came about because of networking, but I had done a lot of networking at Penn and I certainly got a great recommendation from someone who I met through networking and I think that definitely helped me land this job. So I just saw I, I saw my original position, my, the admin assistant position in career services on the HR website. I was applying to a lot of things here, a lot of entry level positions. I thought career services would be a great fit because it's a helping profession. That's a, something I care about a lot. And why? so I don't think that I, I didn't know anybody here specifically yet. But when I interviewed, I was able to name drop a little bit, some connections I had made, and I know um, some phone calls got placed, and that definitely helped me. Yeah, and I was still looking for jobs in July after graduation, so my parents were really thrilled with the bills that they were paying to University of Richmond, since I did not yet have a job. Um, and a friend of my mom's actually had worked in career services part-time and knew they were hiring for a role in on-campus recruiting. So she suggested I apply. And I honestly hadn't given it any thought whatsoever, but I went in and interviewed. It was really that simple. I applied, and because of that recommendation, I was able to get in the door for an interview. And luckily, they took a chance on me, even though Barb admitted that um, I was overqualified for the part-time role. Um, luckily, it became full-time pretty quickly after that. So um, talking to people is always a good way in. But yeah, you know people here at Penn. And like I said, people here love it, so they'd be happy to talk with you about getting to stay here. And I suppose if anyone wants to hear the full story of my being hired here, we did discuss it on the interview horror stories <laughs> episode from two Halloweens ago. Spoiler alert. Because um, at least from from interview. my point of view, it was I, I I still don't understand how I got that job. But I did and let let it be a lesson to you. So go you can go back and find that episode from two Octobers ago. You'd be surprised though, especially for some of those entry level positions. We've had people apply here thinking career, you know, university position must mean admissions. And sometimes they even ask questions related to admissions in an interview. Like they've been able to fake it through the cover letter, but then ask a completely confusing question in an interview, as Michael may or may not have done in his own way. <laughs> yes. <laughs> oh my, I still get nervous just thinking about that. Well, we are not the only ones who love Penn, and we're going to welcome into the studio one of our longtime colleagues, uh, Sue Rusinello, and she's going to talk to us about all the things she loves about Penn and career services. So we'll be right back with Sue. We are very pleased to welcome into the studio our friend and colleague, Sue Rossinello. Hey, Sue. Hey, how are you? Great. Thanks for joining us. Thanks so, for having me. Hey, tell us a little bit about how long you've been in career services and what you do here. I've been here 20 years, and I am the office manager. So what does that entail? Um, it entails doing all the things that lets our counselors do what they have to do to help our students payroll, supplies, renovating offices, <laughs> etc. Without Sue, we wouldn't get paid and we'd still be in dark blue offices. Instead, they're bright and that's shiny right. and new. Uh, if you have not come by yet to see the great job that's been done in the public spaces of our office, you should definitely come by and see it and thank Sue for all her hard work in getting that done. So our theme this week, Sue, is reasons we love Penn for our Valentine's episode. 
We figure you've been here a little while, you must like some things about it. What's your favorite thing about working at Penn? I love working with the people, uh, especially career services people are fabulous, caring, wonderful, energetic, fun, and they help our students and want to help our students. I also love the energy on the campus, um, just having all these young, energetic people interested in learning is just fabulous to be around. And Sue's so good. She's very culturally savvy. I know you take advantage of a lot of the things that are offered through the campus as well. You and your husband enjoy a nice night at the Penn Museum? Oh, yes. <laughs> I think. <laughs> All right. Maybe not. Never mind. Are you going to talks? And and... Oh, yes. Some of the, some of the science lectures, um, the innovation talks. Again, it's a good way to learn things. And... I usually know what's going on on Penn's campus because Sue tells me about them. So she's a great resource for that. Are there other things about working for the university, like other outside career services in general, that you uh, you really appreciate and would be uh, attractive to uh, somebody looking to start their career somewhere? Being around people that want to learn encourages you to want to learn, whether it's taking a class or reading up on what's going on in education and discussing it and seeing how it fits in your life and how you can encourage it to continue. I think that's a great point. When I was away from higher ed, that was absolutely something I missed. There's something about being around people who are in a higher ed setting. They're curious, they're eager to learn, they're talking about, certainly we talk about TV and other stuff too, but there's just this level of conversation on campus and a dialogue that's happening that I love being a part of and hearing around, so it's a great point. Right. The day I interviewed for the first job in career services was a day in August when students were coming back to campus, just gearing up, and it was an absolutely beautiful day, and the energy on campus, you could almost feel it, because it was just everybody was happy to be back, happy to be sitting out in the sun, classes hadn't started yet, but people were seeing their friends they hadn't seen in a couple months, and absolutely. it was great. So as our business manager and our HR person, you deal a lot with all of our benefits and, and things like that. So what are some of the benefits, literal benefits, of working for Penn that maybe you could not get working somewhere else? Well, it's a good package. You get a, a decent salary. It's not high. It's not low. It's pretty mod moderate. You have the ability to move up all sorts of things all over campus where you can transfer your skills from one department to another. The biggest, of course, is probably tuition benefits because uh, you can take undergrad courses for free as an employee. You pay a very discounted rate for graduate level courses and a good healthcare package, good retirement. They give definitely do some nice definitely, donations to your retirement package. Yes, and it's a charitable campus. You have the opportunity to mm -hmm. contribute financially to organizations that you love. Right. You're able to contribute to the community. There's definitely ways to get involved mm -hmm. in programs like that as well. I just want to circle back to the monetary, though, as well. The contributions to the, because it's a 403B here, because it's a nonprofit, but there's an automatic contribution, and then there's matching as well, depending on your age. That varies, so mm -hmm. that's fantastic to take advantage of. And just with the tuition benefits as well, maybe if you're a current undergrad, this isn't what you're thinking about yet, but you have tuition benefits for your family as well, right? right. Your kids get... A certain percentage of Penn's tuition goes directly toward their tuition at whatever institution they attend, which can be anything from paying their fall tuition to a very nice 
chunk, chunk of, it. of change for those years. And I know our vacation and personal leave days, very generous, is definitely the thing I get the most jealousy about from my friends. For sure, me right. Yeah. Right. Wait a minute, you have separate vacation days and sick days, and you have how many of each? And right. you automatically close the week between Christmas and New Year's. Anyway, yep. you're closed uh, for a yep. week of winter break. Doesn't get better we than sure that. Are. I think my son went back to school graduate courses because he wanted Christmas week off. <laughs> Even though he works through the whole week. But yeah. <laughs> of course. Yeah, it's a nice little perk. Well, you've been at Penn for 20 years. So you must think it's pretty great. But if you could do anything else, dream what job. would your dream job be? My passion when I'm not in the office is quilting and fabrics and creating things like that. So a dream job would be doing something like I'm doing now, but in the quilting industry. Ah, very nice. And then our follow-up question we've been asking every guest is if you were to have your own podcast, a spin-off of CS Radio, what would you talk about? Probably putting my passion out there, how to make a living and still following your dreams. So at the end of the week, you've had work, you've had fun, you've been with people, and you've been creative. And how do you help other people find that stride? Well, that's a perfect companion to CS Radio. Well, Sue, thank you. We really appreciate that you came to talk to us. Well, thank you. Thanks, Sue. Well, that wraps it up for this week. I hope everyone has a great week. I hope that the design school students rush over to Houston Hall on Friday for a great fair. And that everyone comes to pensionships. Opportunities are for undergrads for pensionships, but there's lots of great things you can do over the summer through Penn. So that's a, that's a great way to find out if you would enjoy working here at Penn. Exactly. Well, Milan, happy Valentine's Day. Happy Valentine's Day, Michael. We'll see you all next week, everybody. Have a good week. This podcast is produced by the University of Pennsylvania Career Services Office, a division of the Vice Provost for University Life. Your hosts are Amy Lynn Kirshner and J. Michael DeAngelis. It's produced, mixed, and edited by Karen Yang. Special thanks to this week's guest, Sue Russinello. Our theme music is Gotta Keep Moving" by The Losers, used under a Creative Commons license. We'll see you all right here next time on CS Radio. CS Radio.